So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs. We found him. We got, uh, we got life jackets out to Randy. And we were able to bring him back into shore, uh, not to make light. I hope everybody's doing well down in your in your neck of the woods. Lots of flooding and landslides. And we know how to do it in California, man. We get no rain for a decade, and then we get a decade's worth of rain in two weeks. True. Yeah. Randy? <laughs> I thought we no, lost no, him. I thought no, maybe no, slid no, down I, the hill. I, I, felt, I felt terrible. Uh, you know, I, I won't blame the weather for my absence last week it was uh my own lack of uh time management and planning um and you know you it was a dumb thing yeah i wasn't I gonna say anything, realize yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, what's usually an hour and 45 minute drive you know became a three hour drive with mudslides many many car accidents uh i cannot count how many trees have fallen mm. uh, for those that don't know i live in santa cruz california it's a uh, it's a beautiful place. It's a truly, truly like geographically gorgeous place where the redwood forest meets the beach. No, it's um, not. It, it, it geographically, it, you, no one could ever, <laughs> would ever say anything negative. Can't about dispute. Um, I mean, geographically we, we, speaking. We, we, I mean, yeah, geographically speaking. But there's two roads to get into this little like nook on the coast here, and there are these windy, you know, tough uh, mountainous uh, roads that. Uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, it hasn't stopped raining for three straight weeks. I don't remember anything like it in my life. Yeah, it's it's been pretty crazy. My boss lives down, one of my bosses lives down in your area in Soquel. And uh, Soquel has been, uh, they've been, uh, um, the whole town has been evacuated for the most part. So, yeah, lots yeah, uh, so, a lot so going Kel's, on uh, Yeah, so Kel's one of the worst. It's like a low part. It's a low like kind of valley. Closer to the water. With, yeah. yeah. Well, there's huge uh, uh, rivers 
there. So, uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of friends that are uh, evacuated in that area specifically. Good luck to him. How's Lottie? Yeah. Right, anyway, I'm, I'm excited to be back. How's Lottie? Yeah. I miss doing? you guys. Lodi, Lottie. Lodi, Lottie. All the L's. Lodi. Lottie. Lodi is also flooding. No. Yeah, actually. Yeah, um, that's my see, town, kind of year, baby. Year is it right now? Where 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 are we on the, on the calendar? Oh, right now is actually a good time for it to be flooding because it won't affect the grape harvest season. Mm, so, <clears throat> what you love, Lo Lada, crazy, look now you're messing me up. Uh, so what you love, Lodi for, uh, should be good. What was that noise, Jordan? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Get Jordan a new toy, and all of a Stop. sudden, all kinds of weird shit starts happening on the show. Well, Randy, we're glad that you're back and everything's okay, at least for you. So, yes. Good job. Yes. Good job, buddy. Yeah, well, yes. great job to Jordan and Robbie for manning the, yeah. the, the whole show right. by themselves last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, they did. Amazing. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Just Robbie and Jordan. I Dude, aren't you late to go jump I'm... in a mud puddle and splash your friend day? Burn. Good job the to the studio audience for stepping up. Scott, Matt, great work stepping up out of the audience, getting in front of the camera, contributing to the content, and this great show, Flavor Odyssey. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. Way to All right, for off, Andy. Good job. Off, off to a good start. Off to a good start. So, okay, okay. So for those of you uh, tuning in, Jordan has a new soundboard, and uh, what are think, you talking about, Robbie? We, we should just uh, anticipate uh, annoyance throughout. Yes, uh, which is good because I, I from, from, from no, bro. I am from absolutely what I, loving this, by the way. This just needs to go on for the entire no. show. This that, is great. I'm smiling. This is wonderful. Come on, Jordan. Own it. Get no, let Robbie talk. This is, it's are fantastic you, radio. Are you stuck really in a well is. over there, Scott? <laughs> I can't get out of this thing. All right. So if you tuned in for <laughs> sound effects, you're in luck. Uh, all right, Robbie, it's, it's, get, it, yeah, get us kicking off. We haven't even smashed that like button or anything yet. We, Let's we haven't done anything yet. I was that. asking you yeah. if you were okay, and then all hell broke loose. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, Randy, Randy, welcome back. Uh, Thanks, sir. Uh, like I said, uh, much appreciation to Scott and Matt for stepping up last week and uh, filling in your uh, filling your shoes uh, as uh, very capably, um, I might add. It was a, it was a good show. Uh, we're back. We are in the Made in America segment, Randy. We are, this is the second episode of Made in America. Last week we did the Dom Ronaldo from our good friends at Warped. Yep. That's rolled at, rolled at, where, Jordan, where's that one rolled at? Talking about Dom Ronaldo? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's rolled at, uh, Browns, bro. Drink. Nice. Even better uh, than last week, huh? Yeah, that was good. That was good. I appreciate that. Uh, this week, Randy, we are smoking, um, a somewhat difficult uh, cigar to get your hands on, but uh, hopefully some of you out there uh, were able to uh, to grab one. We're smoking the Tatuaje 15th. Um, well, look at the head on this thing. It's 40 feet long. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's a good-looking cigar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I had to chop mine pretty good to get a good draw going. Yeah. But uh, as Randy liked to point out, it says USA right there on the label. 
So we decided to go with it. Um, <clears throat> again, from our good friends at Tatuaje. It's like a needle. Uh, hey, if, if, I, if I can quickly inter- interrupt you, Robbie, please, you know, please, get right, please right do. Back please on. do. Please do. Uh, j- just in case, uh, some of our audience members uh, didn't have a chance to get this cigar. Not really sure what they should smoke that they might already have in their humidor on the off chance. I think there's actually a fairly high chance that you guys have one of the two other cigars that I was able to hunt down um, that uh, my father's cigars uses this exact same wrapper on. That would be La Promesa, also uses the Ecuadorian Oscuro Rosado, as does the uh, El Antigüedad Maduro. I'm not going to sit here and profess that um, there are similar bunches other than that, um, but just a cursory look. I, I, was, I did have it brought to my attention by our good friends, uh, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff and Barb, yesterday that, uh, that this was such a tough cigar to find. I, I don't think we... I didn't look into how long it's been out of production when we chose it for the show. Uh, my apologies for that. It was but supposed if you guys to be have regular a, production, a, a, bro. Really? Yeah, just ongoing small batch production. Oh, well, maybe we're just in the off season for their efforts on production <laughs> on this cigar. But if you have a La Promesa or an El Inti- uh, uh, the La Antigüedad Maduro, and you haven't chosen what to smoke for tonight, um, I would recommend uh, grabbing one of those from the same factory with the same wrapper and. Um, and obviously both Tatuaje and uh, My Father's Cigars are known to, to have somewhat similar uh, flavor profiles in, in, in their punchiness and spiciness. So uh, I, I would think that they'd be fair compromises and substitutes for, for what we're trying to uh, accomplish here tonight. So sorry, sorry for the interruption, Robbie, but I wanted to get in early and make some recommendations in case anyone hadn't cut and lit their selection for the night. Absolutely. No, that was, uh, that was a worthwhile interruption, unlike all of Jordan's. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Finally, robotic beings rule the world. Sorry, Eric, can you please take this? Yeah, thing from you? <laughs> yeah we need, I'm, we need, I'm, gonna, I'm throwing this soundboard in the trash. We need to we need to deactivate some of these buttons, and uh, I I do like the uh, I like the, the the Satan one that you were just using a second ago. That was a lot of fun. The robot? Uh, no, not the robot. Let's move on. That one, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I like you, but you're crazy. <laughs> okay, all right, refocus. Come on, boys, yes. focus. Yes, Made it's Wednesday night. Made in America. We're smoking the Tatuaje 15th anniversary Rosado Oscuro. We, I think we are smoking the Torpedo. I uh, know I am. I assume everyone else is. This features, as Randy said, an Ecuadorian Habano Rosado Oscuro wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and fillers. Now, why is this on the Made in the USA uh, segment? Because, well, Randy, it's actually made in the USA. It's rolled at the El Rey de los Habanos factory uh, in the U.S. Production is small batch on this one. Runs about $20 MSRP if uh, you can find it. Apparently, it's uh, difficult to come by. But as Randy said, and now that the camera is on me, let's see if we can get this to work. Look at that. Look at that. Wah, wah. Mm. There it is. There, it is. there we go. There you go. It says USA right there on the wrapper. Well, the wrapper of the band. Uh, this is a damn fine cigar, actually. I've smoked it a couple of times. I went back to the cigardojo.com, Randy, to uh, to check out the review from our good friend Jordan Gutterson uh, from 
December 2018. <laughs> Good lord, man. It's <laughs> Sorry. It's, I can't. I, Take this I, thing away from me! It feels like a Seinfeld episode for some reason. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I went through Jordan's review. I really liked Jordan's review, and I used it to come up with oh my, my uh, pairing. My pairing this week, but I'll I'll uh, go I'll go through and announce mine last. Randy, I'm curious, what is it that you? Oh my goodness, you've got some sort of teeny. You're drinking some kind of teeny. It's, it's not a, a teeny, teeny, but 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 I've got you know I've 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 um, pared down my glass uh, collection, so I don't keep coupe glasses handy. Uh, anything that that deserves a small bowl and a stem all goes into my martini glasses. Um, so. What I decided to do was, um, you know, again, this one was a little bit off the beaten path. You know, we were talking about different things to uh, consider. Obviously, you know, we've already smoked um, the J.C. Newman American, which is the most obvious cigar for this segment. We chose not to do it. Just just because. Mostly because Robbie wouldn't let me. But just because. And so, uh, I mean, so he's again, just trying to mix it up, you know. As, as we were going through the cigars, this was literally the only thing that says USA on the band. So, uh, so I was like, um, so, so I, li- I like the idea. It, it is rolled in, in the United States. It's about the only uh, USA thing about it. So I wanted to bring something really American to my, to my uh, pairing, uh, the other element. So I, I started looking at some of the classic American cocktails. And, you know, I already know the flavor profile of the cigars. Um, pretty strong it's got some uh, some real uh, spice character to it and so i went with something a little bit sweet very boozy you ha- you gentlemen are looking at bougie and boozy yeah it huh? is a peerless rye manhattan oh jiminy john joan jeered the fifth <laughs> <laughs> that's a cocktail yeah well that was the other thing too is i got that peerless rye for eric for christmas and then he got 13 other bottles before i was able to ship mine and so I decided to keep it, but I'm, I'm super hesitant to drink it now because I really want to do something special with it. And I thought, you know what, if you're going to use a really like nice uh, spirit with uh, a lot of flavor that you want to be able to appreciate, Manhattan has three ingredients. Guys, it's the whiskey, it's uh, half, half that of vermouth and some orange uh, Agonorsa bitters. Um, and uh, it's super simple, so it, it really allows the, the, the uh, Agonorsa rye. Almost missed that one. Some to, uh, bitters. It really allows the the, the rye to like uh, be um, on the in the spotlight in the center stage of, of the cocktail. And uh, so I wanted to enjoy that uh, that new bottle of rye that I absconded from uh, from Eric's goodie bag. Guys, I put up a. Uh, Pole and people are loving this uh, soundboard I've got going on here. <laughs> how, how many times did you vote? Uh, Get out of here! I'm crushing it 92 percent with more cowbell, baby. So not only are you disrupting our show with your new toy, you, you've now hijacked our show so much that you're just running your own polls while yeah. we're trying to I'm, host. I'm the running show. the show, baby. Hey, uh. Randy, real quick. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. I'm just curious what you think of the rye just on its own. I haven't tried it. This is oh. the first time. I just I opened it tonight. Okay. Uh, I, 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 again, I've been waiting to try it, and I, and 
and I, I should just try it um, neat, obviously, to, to really like learn. And what, what I was thinking about doing is pulling out my, my Glencairn glasses and lining up my favorite Michter's rye. I've got some, um, some Sagamore Spirit rye that I like, uh, that I brought back from Maryland on my last trip. And, um, and so I thought I'd like do a side by side when I try it neat. So I can right. really like, uh, try and appreciate and understand the differences. Yeah. It, let me know. Let me know what you think it's of a pricey that bottle. Yeah. Okay. When, when you do that, Randy, do it blind, <clears throat> have uh, Aransa soup pour those for you and bring them in the room and not tell you which one's, which it's Keep a fun going. little exercise. Yeah. It's do it blind. Baby. I'm gonna take over production Dude, of the show. Just, <laughs> I, I know Eric's face. He's he's actually on the that, that was like, like, that was the serious that was the serious face. To the end here. <laughs> yeah, I can still <clears throat> I can still I can. <laughs> okay, I gotta apologize to, to the audience. I can still. Wait, wait, wait. No. I, I, I promise that all, all, all the good things we do on the show are about to start any second. We're about to get on track here. Now that we've got all that out of the way, go ahead and share the show if you're watching live on Facebook. Uh, these last few minutes notwithstanding, smash that like button. Uh, subscribe for more hijinks uh, in the future. Um, <laughs> we will recover. Randy. Okay, boys, what yes. are you drinking yes. uh, back there in Colorado? I'm curious. Eric, I'm going to guess you're drinking bourbon. Yeah, so I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been really fighting off the flu for the last two a week and a half. I don't know if anybody. Mm. Sorry it's to hear been that. it's been rough, man. So uh, I'm just going bourbon tonight. Um, but I gotta say, I have to say this cigar. I back in the day when it came out, I didn't think it was that great. Um, yeah. But tonight, it it tastes it tastes excellent. It's one of the better cigars I've had in. In a while, it's it, it, it's it's much better than I remember this cigar. So uh, good well, pick on this. Brought that up. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was I was gonna uh, Robbie, you don't know this, but I was gonna bring that up because I hit Jordan up, I don't know, a year ago. I was smoking this cigar, and I and I texted him a picture of it. I told him how much I was enjoying it, and Jordan had the same feeling as as you did from the initial. And I I, I do have the. Um, review pulled up but i never scrolled to the bottom to see what you rated this but uh, if, if i if, if i 88 88 thank your pardon if i remember correctly jordan you only think it's so so also right well you know i was actually going to say the same thing that sensei's saying is like i don't remember liking the cigar and i'm smoking it now it's really good so yeah. i mean i don't know have you, have you been aging these since the og release or is this these are a few years old. I, I don't know that this is actually the original release. Because, you know, um, Robbie says, like, but I've it's, had him a while. it's like a point a it's, year. I'm so telling like, you, it proves. I mean, <laughs> that was like proves, three years ago, so. Kinda. It proves my point. So it's, and it's so interesting it's because it's interesting because in your um, in your review, you're, you're, you put 88% and you said place on hold. Now, I'm guessing oh, that that means that going. you felt like in six months it was going to be a lot better, which is exactly <laughs> what I was saying. So you can all kiss my big old white butt. No. That's not the argument. We know that cigars age. You were like, mm, in six months, it's going to be a 94. Like, what? That's <laughs> what it's, it's the same thing. You guys suck. Jordan, what are you drinking? <clears throat> I, you know what's crazy is you and I always are on the same page, and I went stout. Um, mm. Bourbon County Stout, this year's release. Mm. Just mm. the regular, no, uh, no uh, what do you call them, Randy? 
Uh, Call them adjuncts. Randy likes adjuncts. That. No adjuncts going on in here. Just uh, barrel aged stout. Nice. It's it's funny. I remember, man, what a handful of years ago, getting up on Black Friday and waiting in line in front of mm-hmm. uh, Bevmo to get my hands on those. Just even if it was just a regular. I, God forbid you get a a, a different version. Um, but uh, I was just in my local Safeway a week ago, and these came out in November. And they had a stack of them. They had a couple of cases and, you know, bottles on top. And I haven't, I have, I go all the way back to 2016, I think. I still have in the fridge. I never drink them. So I'm glad that you're drinking it. But it's, I I don't. I I was almost going to say, like, we always wonder, like, if Pappy's was just available, they made enough of it to where it was on the shelf, would, would we get it? Or is it, would it not be as exciting? And I was about to say the opposite of what you just said is this kind of proves, like, I might get it because I, this you can just walk in and grab this and i we still get it every year and it's still really I think good that's not really a, a reference to the beer itself it's more of the style i just don't dr- really drink much barrel aged stuff i track it down and i collect it for whatever reason although i've stopped a couple years ago um but uh i just don't drink it that often it's rare that even that i drink a stout um i have some beers left over from when i was working at laughing monk and uh randy i don't know if you remember this you were at 21a at the time and they, uh, there was that national black is beautiful stout, and I, I don't remember if you guys did it or not, but it was a, it was a stout that was brewed somewhere in in, in the Midwest, and uh, and then they breweries all over the country made the same, slightly different versions of the same uh, beer, and we brewed one, uh, at Laughing Monk. It was a, it was an imperial stout with um, <clears throat> with maple maple syrup. And we we use like some local maple syrup or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I've got a case of those things left from when I worked there. And I cracked one open the other day, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to open this. It's going to taste terrible because it's five years old, and I, that will clear up a, a shelf in my fridge. But I cracked it open, and it's delicious, man. It's still yeah. good. Um, so I know all those barrel aged stouts are still really good, but I just rarely ever drink them. I think the one that proves your point, Jordan, would be, um, uh, at least in our area would be Pliny the Elder. Um, I, you can find Pliny every day of the week at most places nowadays. A bottle shop is always going to have it. It's not limit one anymore. It's just, mm-hmm. they've ramped up their production so much and the beer is still fantastic. And I still buy it almost every time I see it. So that that would be, a, I think, a better corollary of if Pappy right, became... Right, because it's a style that you're actually yeah. into. Yeah, and yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so on t- so I'm curious uh, to see how the pairing goes. I have a feeling that is too much beer for this cigar, but I, I'm curious to see what you think uh, as, as we get going. I went with the stout as well. I am drinking the uh, Campfire Stout Focus! There we go. So you just have to yell at it. Yes. Uh, Campfire Stout from our good friends, Randy at high water brewing from lottie california i yes. think that's why uh eric is bringing that up uh high water brewing in lodi california eric lodi uh this is a stout brewed with graham crackers molasses and other natural flavors it's a uh it's <clears throat> it's a s'mores stout it's got chocolate tastes yeah. like chocolate marshmallow um graham cracker it's got some uh, i think there's uh, cacao nibs in there uh, it's a very, very good stout. It's a little bit sweet. It's not a milk stout, 6.5%, just an American stout. Got a little sweetness to it, but it is absolutely delicious. And if you scroll through uh, Jordan's review here, Core Flavors, the first one, Campfire. 
Why don't you so just read us the whole review right now? <laughs> of, of course. I'm, I'm gonna, it's, it's Campfire's a core flavor. I'm going to get the Campfire Stout. That's what made me think of it. But if you keep looking down, you've got vanilla, cocoa, marshmallow. Uh, so to me, I think we were, I was hoping for uh, some, a lot of synergy in the flavor and just kind of an amped up uh, um, uh, s'mores uh, situation. Um, although, has anybody watched? As they, as they ha, say. Ha, indeed. Has anyone watched uh, the menu? Probably nobody in this room. But if, if you have, you think of s'mores a little bit differently. Um, mm. <clears throat> anyway, wow. you guys would hate it. Don't watch it. Um, <clears throat> I'm feeling a sound effect coming on. I can't help it. All right. So, <laughs> we, we, know, we know you can't help it. So that's, that's what uh, everybody's drinking <laughs> and, and smoking. Um, Randy, talk, talk, talk about something. <laughs> okay, so um, the Manhattan, like I said, is a classic uh, American cocktail. It hails from none other than uh, New York City a Manhattan Club in the 1880s, as the story goes. Um, and, uh, you know, Manhattans are made uh, pretty frequently with, uh, with bourbon, whiskey. Uh, the original classic is, is a rye specifically using Italian um, uh, sweet vermouth. So I'm super excited about this. I've got the fancy $35 cherries uh, in there. And, um, and, and you know, it's, it's funny. It'll be interesting to hear what your pairings are doing, guys. So, so as I mentioned, mine has a bit of sweetness coming from that vermouth. Um, you know, as I like to do, I like to really like glob on as much of the Luxardo goo um, and get a little dollop of that in my drink as I uh, as I apply the cherries to the drink. Um, so, but it's a restrained sweetness. You know, obviously it has some, some boozy character to it. Definitely, a, a lot of the rye characteristics are able to come through. Um, a uh, l- little bit uh, spice from the rye, a little bit of that kind of spiciness that you get from vermouth in general, that aperitif kind of uh, um, herbaceous character, if you will. And so, uh, so, so far, uh, it, well, that's not really what, where we are in the show. But I, but I was going to say, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that uh, the the Bourbon County might be too much beer for the cigar for Jordan because I actually find, and I, I forgot that it's only six and a half percent, the beer that you're drinking. It's uh, this beer. I don't know what the, the distribution is. It's a big California beer. You find campfire stout here uh, quite a bit. Um, it's one of those beers. I've always said that like everyone should try once. Everyone wants to try once it for only six and a half. To me, it has, does have a lot of sweetness. One of the things that I find impressive about that beer is it has a lot of body. Um, for, you know, I, I don't think of six and a half as very uh, high ABV on a stout, you know, um, but I think it delivers on body to the tune of like what you'd expect from an 8% stout. Um, so that's one of the things I do like about it, but it'll be interesting um, as, as to hear how, how you say yours compares, because while this cigar does have some like richness some some darkness from, from that, um, that uh, Escudo wrapper, it isn't... Um, you know, it's it's a medium plus. You know, this isn't. Yep. I I wouldn't even call this cigar a full bodied uh, or a cigar. It's it's very flavorful. It, again, it's got that that classic tatuaje uh, characteristic of spice and 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 oomph to the flavor. But um, but in body, it's it's just medium medium plus at most. Yeah, I would agree completely. Um, the the last time, oh, sorry. The last time that I smoked this, and I think I've smoked this cigar 
three or four times, and you gave me all three of them. So thank you for that. Um, you being Randy. Uh, I don't know why Randy is the only one on the screen. There we go. Um, <laughs> Just look at my gotta, soundboard. Yeah, yeah he got distracted by the soundboard. Again. <laughs> we, we need we need soundboard cam now. Screw sexy cam. We need soundboard cam. <laughs> Just, just a shot of the sound. <laughs> Me typing away on it. Yeah. I had a feeling when Eric texted earlier in the week. He's like, hey, boys, we've got a new toy. I kind of thought, oh, shit. <laughs> you thought, oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got to work on my I, timing. Yeah, I'll have to okay, give you a I'll signal. Catch you on those. I'll have to give you a signal. Say, Randy or Jordan, get the uh, yeah, get the yeah. drop. They call the, it the drop this button. One, this one. Yeah, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> I believe out here's hand signals. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, this, this cigar, it's, I think it was, every time I smoke it, it gets a, a little bit more nuanced uh, than the last time. There's definitely, I get a lot of, I get a lot of cocoa, like a dry cocoa from this. Um, I get some, some leathery notes. There is some sweetness coming in from the, uh, from the wrapper, but it's a rich sweet um, I do get that vanilla that, uh, that Jordan was talking about. I never did quite get a campfire vibe from it, or, or I think he mentions, uh, I'm always just going to call it a niece, even though I know that's not how you say it. It just feels right to me. Uh, and it's just, just yeah, yeah, yeah in, indeed, indeed. Um, it's, I, I never got that kind of smoky vibe from it, but definitely some, uh, some sweeter notes, but it, it definitely has that kind of, uh, marshmallow there's a little bit of that sweet a little bit of that chocolate uh i, I get a lot of almost a red pepper on the retrohale which i never mm. i don't really remember getting that before so i wonder if it's this elevated sweetness is bringing out some spice as well but uh so far so good and i think the way you described the campfire stout randy was it's almost like you've had this beer before <laughs> um it's no you you nailed it i remember the first time i got it and this was really before i i knew all that much about beer and I ordered it just kind of on a whim, and it was at a, a movie theater in Livermore, of all places. And uh, we were watching, I don't remember what the hell we were watching, but it doesn't matter. And I ordered one, <clears throat> and I took a, a couple of sips, and I was just blown away by how good it was. And I didn't expect it to be sweet, and it does have some sweetness to it. Um, you think more of a sweetness is going to come from like a milk stout or something like that. And I knew it wasn't, the ABV wasn't too high, so I figured it would just be a probably akin to something a little bit stronger than like Guinness is really what I was anticipating. And I was totally wrong. It's, uh, it's definitely right. It, it hits the palate stronger than something at 6.5%. You absolutely nailed it. Um, it is a little bit sweet. Um, but it's also got the, that graham cracker chocolate vibe to it. Um, <clears throat> and it doesn't, it doesn't really linger on the palate quite as much for me as, as I would think. It's it's not too viscous. It's not too heavy on the palate. It's not coating the palate. So that's a good thing mm-hmm. because you don't really want that when you're uh, when you're trying to pair. I didn't really think about that until uh, you you pointed it out. But it, it does have a lot more body than you anticipate at six point five percent. But uh, again, delicious beer from uh, our good friends at High Water. Yeah, just the way you say viscous, though, man, really reminds me of something. Ready! Here it is, Dojo! It's 2023! And the fourth year that Cigar Dojo has brought you the greatest cigar pairing show in the world today! Flavor Odyssey! And it is with immense pleasure, pride, and humility 
that I officially announce that we will continue to have the support of the greatest cigar brand in all the world to continue to bring you along with us on this flavor journey. As Robbie Raz and I, along with the support of Cigar Dojo Studios, continue to challenge each one of you, as well as ourselves, to find not only the best experiences that we can concoct through flavor pairings, but to push each one of us to understand flavor and our own personal preferences to bring greater joy to each of our lives. Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, as well as every episode in 2023, is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate, the brand that brings you some of the most delicious cigars in the world and has a portfolio that covers the full spectrum of flavor, so much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. In this show host's opinion, the greatest brick and mortar that you will ever be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin'. Smokin' consistently strives to offer cigar enthusiasts the best buying experience, including industry-leading customer service, fast and affordable shipping, consistently affordable pricing, and access to the most sought-after cigars on the market. Smoke In's knowledgeable staff is ready and waiting to aid you in your quest of finding the perfect cigar. So check out any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or find them online at smokein.com. It's just so much better than Rerun Randy. I was on mute. I, I was saying. I don't, I don't. Nice. I think uh, uh, Jordan Nailed is he, Jordan is really really pushing to have one of Randy's reads done in that voice. Ooh, I have to uh, work work on. We'll the, talk about that in, in, in post production. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> we'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, that, that, that's that was a great. classic read. That was a classic read. I loved it. Yeah, no, it, you know, it, it was exciting. No, obviously, um, I, I don't know. I didn't watch every second of the show last week. I don't know if you guys made any mention, but it, but it is very exciting to uh, have another year of Drew Estate uh, committed to. Um, you know, we, we we went to the table with them. They tried to fire us. We begged. We cried. We pleaded. They were like, fine. We'll sponsor the show another year. And so, uh, th thanks. Thanks for that, Chad. Chad, Chad um, trying to build him up. He just, yeah. Yeah. Come on. I got to get back into the role. Chad to Chad, for those not watching, uh, accuse me of being rusty on my reads. Um, but no, I was, I'm super excited to, to announce that officially. You know, we're going into our fourth year. You know, we started, we started this whole journey in, uh, in August of, uh, 2019. And, uh, and so we have now completed three full years of, the fabulous journey through flavor of Flavor Odyssey. And I got to tell you guys, we're yeah. really good at this. this, <laughs> this, this year, we had to renegotiate. We had, we actually had to pay Drew Estate this year. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like, well, can we please just use the logo at least? And it's like, well, for a small fee. <laughs> we, we had to. We had the sound effects. <laughs> they did mention. Oh. Something about all the Randy reruns. What what the heck is going on? All right, sorry, sorry. Jordan, if you do that one more time, 
I'm gonna rip these friggin' earphones off and just beat the living crap out of you. Just a few you more. Guys of ever no. Well, did you guys see the poll? No. They were. They all. It was more cowbell. That's because they're drunk. They I, want it. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll be. I'll be honest. Having Matt talking that voice was very satisfying. I'd like. I, I, I think that that should continue to happen. Um, only, I should just have his mic just set on that forever. Yeah, can exactly. I point out that that of all the members uh, of the show and everyone affiliated there, and, and and you know, I can't say enough about Matt and Scott showing up every week to be part of our student studio audience. Hats off to to your guys' dedication. Um, of all of us, Jordan's the only one that can both be fired and grounded. <laughs> mm, true. Good point. Good point. You just need a timeout. Just give me a timeout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well done. I almost. Right. I, I, I had a. I had a mouthful of campfire stout that I almost spit all over my screen when you said that. It was very good timing. Strong comedic timing there, Randy. Uh, we actually had to. Uh, one of the things in when we negotiated and negotiations went deep into the night. Um, and uh, we actually had to guarantee that Randy would miss a certain number of episodes. So we, uh, we, we're, we're off to a good start because you know, the first one. Uh, says, says the guy who, who won't be here next week. So you know, I, maybe I had to miss a certain amount of episodes too. So uh, we, they, they, apparently they said uh, more Scott and more Matt on the show. Uh, less Robbie, less Randy. But uh, anyway, that's that's where we're going. Jordan, give us an update on your pairing in your regular voice, please. I'm regular curious voice? to see. Yeah, regular voice. I'm curious to see how that uh, how the, the Bourbon County is is standing or how the cigar is standing up to the Bourbon County. Well, first, I mean, like we mentioned before, the cigar is has changed and or my palate has changed. I don't know. It's really good. Uh, cigars, medium plus. Um, a lot of good flavor, and I did. I, did you you were saying that I was mentioning a vanilla sweetness on the review, because yep. there, there is a nice vanilla sweetness on this guy, um, yep. with a lot of toasted oak, and there, there is, which kind of carries over into the drink has the oak as well. Uh, between the two, there's this nice chocolatey mocha kind of combination. That I really, I'm really digging, baby. Um, the 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 beer is. Fuller bodied than the cigar, but not not too much. Not to where it's it's off putting or anything. The beer, I'd say, medium full, and the cigar is like medium plus. Um, and so between the two, you know, one's going to be a little more than the other. And I'm I'm digging it so far. Nice. I think it's it's funny you say that you weren't sure if the cigar changed or if your palate changed. I I wonder the same thing if I were to crack one of those uh, Bourbon County stouts open now, would it still? Because in my head, it's like motor oil, like it's so viscous. And it just coats, it's like Robitussin, just coats the palate. It tastes better than Robitussin, but it's got that same kind of mouthfeel, Randy. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I wonder, it, will it still be that heavy on my palate, or or have I kind of outgrown that yeah, stage, I don't, maybe? I, I don't, don't feel like it's that heavy. I mean, like, it's it's fuller bodied, but, like, there are some stouts that are, like, literally you're just drinking Hershey syrup, and I don't feel like this one comes across like that. I, th- I wonder if they've watered it down over the last few years just so they can produce more. That's good. Well, obviously not literally watered it down, but um, but but <laughs> literally tuned, and figuratively. Yeah, yeah, fine tuned it. I, I I do I do recall there being at least variations in years past that I remember it being motor oil uh, sticky, like you're you're describing, Robbie. And I have had it in uh, more more recent years. And 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 to your point, I'm not quite sure if that was. 
my perception on viscous has changed you know as as uh, i think we yeah. talked a little bit about this on the show that like we went from a world of like uh you know draft beer was so well known because of guinness then export beer and russian imperial really used to be uh kind of the the niche that only the the craft beer geeks drank when you busted out a, an old rasputin uh and then all of a sudden russian imperial kind of became um way more readily available way more drank and then it went so far into the extreme and you know actually this is a great tie-in for the theme of the show of american cigars you know when i think of anything that is americanized or 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 if it has that that origin of uh america it, it usually has a connotation of being um a bigger bolder ex more extreme version of its european uh predecessor um and so like as we do as americans we push the envelope we push things to to the extremes um see where they go to, to you, you know you know we're, we're pioneers by nature i think at this point in our dna and so like well we're always looking for the like well what else can we do with it how far can we push this and so i think we've watched that with stouts is a great example of that in in, in the beer category as as like i was saying we went from draft beer to export beer which is just slightly stronger than russian imperial stout which is big bold 100 ibus ton of tons of bitterness coming from both the hops and the the uh the black patent malt that that's uh, you know got that coffee and, and uh, espresso bitterness to it to all, all the way to to where you know for a few years i've actually been complaining it's hard to find something that doesn't have maple syrup and donuts mm -hmm. and uh, you know because of the pastry stout uh you know explosion and if you're not familiar with the term pastry stout um think anything that might go on a cake started going into a beer into a stout specifically and and that became what pastry stouts were um as literally several were made with donuts uh, i know rogue famously did that bright pink bottle that uh was a collaboration with voodoo, voodoo. donuts uh, yeah. out of uh, out of their neck of the woods there in pack northwest um so sprinkles were involved um but uh but 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 i th i think uh, i think and and uh, you know something else i was going to mention because i do have a i do also have a second drink as as i often do sure on the show. why wouldn't you um and I was actually afraid that a stout would be too it's, much. It's so funny. The beer you're going to show, I almost, <laughs> I almost drank that. I've got, I always have the Death and Taxes is the beer that uh, that Randy's got. Um, I almost drank that beer. Uh, who makes that beer again? It's oh Moonlight, <clears throat> Moonlight and, Brewing uh, Company out out of Santa Rosa, California. Uh, it is a black German lager, and so it has delicious all beer. the all, yeah, it has all the chocolate notes, all that deep dark. Kind of burnt espresso richness that you would expect out of out of a stout but it's lagered and so it comes off much cleaner it doesn't have the the, the sweet fruity uh esters that a stout uh traditionally would have so it has a lot of those same characters but it's a little bit drier uh yeah. so less sweetness which obviously sweetness is is your, your primary um, you know, influence or uh, on uh, intensity. So it's it's slightly less intense, I would say, that to, to the um, obviously to to the one you're drinking, as it has uh, you know maple and molasses and marshmallows and graham crackers. But even to what uh, Jordan's drinking, the old uh, in the uh, in the uh, Bourbon County Stout. Um, so so I, I I think I think this. To me, from an intensity standpoint, probably is a little bit more lined up with what we've described as medium plus on the scar. 
It's now, interesting because I, I I literally had that beer in my hand because I knew I wanted to do a stout. <clears throat> and so I, I go into the fridge and what do I have? I had Campfire Stout, which is the first thing I thought of. And I thought of it for two reasons. One, because of Jordan's review. And two, because I knew I had one on hand and I wouldn't have to go to the store. But um, <clears throat> the, sitting right next to it on the shelf was the the death and taxes. And I absolutely love that beer. It's one of my favorites. I always like, literally it's always in my fridge. I remember when that used to be really hard to find. That was like Pliny before Pliny, um, <clears throat> different style, but it was just equally hard to find. Uh, now you can find it everywhere, which is great. Uh, they do a nice, uh, Czech Pilsner too. Uh, That's right. M- Moonlight does. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had the two and I thought that, I thought that, uh, the, the Moonlight or the, uh, the uh, death and taxes would come up just a little bit short in uh, in some of the flavor profile that I wanted. I wanted to elevate some of that sweetness, but you get those coffee notes that I think would go really, really well with this. So I, 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 I think this cigar really is, I, I wanted to drink a dark beer and mm. I, I love that, that three of us, I mean, Randy, it's not your official pairing, but you right. grabbed one anyway. Um, we've, we've, we've ignored dark beer. We haven't done a stout since like season three. So I, I was uh, just excited to be able to do another stout, and it's stout season; it's it's that time. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad that you picked that uh, that beer for your your uh, side hustle there. Now, real quick, um, Randy, will you tell me your pairing, your whatever the girly martini you're drinking is, uh, so I can get this uh, poll going? Rye Manhattan. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how a rye Manhattan being girly in your mind. I I know my my martini glass doesn't have a squiggly little stem. (laughs) It's it's the glass. It's the glass makes it tough. Um, I'm curious. Talk to me about the uh, the flavor profile you're getting from the drink, Uh, Mm because these guys talked about the uh, the peerless rye in a very specific way. I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to I don't want to influence you. But I'm curious to see what your what your thoughts are there and how it's working with the cigar because. I have some thoughts based on what they said, so I'm curious. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that you didn't spoil that because I, I was intrigued when when uh, Eric asked me how I liked it uh, by itself, um, which tells me something right away without telling me anything. I know he has a uh, somewhat divisive uh, opinion of it. Uh, it's not what I thought. Um, it's honestly, you know, I I talk so much about the Michter's Rye, and I know that Michter's Rye isn't probably even one of the top 10 ryes available in America or anything like that. But it's my go-to every day. It's about $40, $45 a bottle, depending on where you find it. Um, so it's, it's, it's in the, it's in the, the there's, there's the, nothing wrong with Michter's rye. You don't have to, you don't have well, to qualify. It's a damn good, it's a damn good rye. Well, well, I was, thank you for saying that. Cause what I was going to say, the, the reason that I gravitate towards it, the reason I like it is I feel like there's like there's some roughness to it that really makes me think that that's, that's what I should be looking for in rye. It is is it kind there's of a diff- rough spice so, yeah. bite. There's like a right? differentiate it's a, it differentiates itself. Is that did I, did I say that word right? Didn't sound right. Differentiates quite, itself. Differentiates itself <laughs> from just in, indeed cigar. from from whiskey or bourbon. It adds that right. spice. If I if yeah. I taste a rye and I don't get a punch of spice, I feel like I'm just drinking bourbon. Not that there's anything wrong yeah. with that, but it's not. No, it course. doesn't really differentiate it, you know. Right. So I'm glad that yeah, that's what so, you're saying. So, Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, you you're you hit the nail right on the spot. I'm not getting that roughness. I'm not getting that spicy bite. Now, now I wouldn't call it 
bourbon-esque. It's not nearly as sweet as bourbon. Um, but I would say that, and, and you know what, again, this could have more to do with the uh, distillation process. Um, and, and maybe, you know, theirs is finer than Michter's. Uh, I like that rough. You know, I, I use that term very infrequently in life, but, but I, I know I've brought it up on the show with uh, the Pennsylvania Broadleaf. It, it's it, it's it's That's almost hard to quantify, quarter. but 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 it, yeah yeah it's 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 more earthy. It's it's kind of rough around the edges. It's kind of like a little little bit dirty, a little bit rough. You know, I remember I was at a I was at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest last year, and it's you know day four of Cigar Dojo of uh, you know events, and you, you know we're, we're smoking eight to eleven cigars a day. And, um, and I'm, I'm everything's I, rough on day I, four. Well, 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 I was going to say, but by, by that, by the time we actually got to the event, um, which is an amazing event, if you haven't been Rocky mountain cigar fest, make it a priority this year, guys, um, make it out to Colorado with us. My, my palate's numb. I can't barely taste cigars or liquor at that point. Like I needed something to kick me in the mouth to, to, you, you know, kind of kickstart my, my, my taste buds again. And, uh, and, and I very specifically went looking for, uh, Pennsylvania Broadleaf, something from, uh, Black Label's cigars, you, you know, something rich, just like sticky chocolatey, you know, soily. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I don't know that I'm getting that from this again, the vermouth really changes this, uh, uh quite a bit. You, you, you know, you, you definitely get, um, some herbal undertones and, and bitterness, uh, from from the bitters and and the vermouth, which changes uh, the the expression of the of the whiskey quite a bit, I'd imagine. Um, but but it's not quite as rough around the edges as I like with with a rye. Um, but but again, it does not have the sweetness that I would expect if I had, if I had chose the peerless bourbon, for instance. Um, so that that's where I'm at on that. But but I'm I'm really liking it. I think the intensity is is matching the cigar really well. I think for the pairing, it's doing everything I hoped it would do. It's matching up really really well. Uh, I don't do a lot of bourbons, honest. Or I'm sorry, I don't do a lot of Manhattans. Um, I think because it's it's so boozy. I've talked about this a lot on the show. You know, I I, I tend to to gravitate towards. Um, you know, mules and things with uh, uh, with club soda in it. You know, I, I like things with cucumber uh, in them. You know, yeah, yes. yeah. Traditional. No, I, 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 yeah, traditional. Uh, no, I, I, I usually take a sixteen ounce glass and I'm done with it in the first couple minutes. Where this is more of a sipper, which is why I've got the the beer as a side, so I have something just to constantly drink. Um, but actually. I mean, it drinks really, really smooth. It's really, really tasty. This is like the easiest drink in Manhattan. I'm on my third. Um, Ooh, and with so, Peerless? Uh, you don't all, say. All three have had Peerless in them? Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, wait. Cowboy. It, <laughs> so. I like you, now, man. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the only thing you can use that voice for. Yes. Um, that was yes. that was the best use of it so far it's, tonight. By, by far. <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm glad I planted that seed. Um, <laughs> Eric, I, I, if memory serves, you guys were saying that this was on the spicier side, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's mm, okay. uh, it's a very very spicy. Right. Oh, well. So I I wonder if I wonder how much uh, the that. Uh, 
the vermouth is impacting and kind of cutting that spice. Now we also oh, uh, we also found uh, Robbie that there was a, a dramatic difference in um, different bottles of Peerless. So that's yeah. right, that's right. And and Aaron, oh, right, because uh, you got thirteen. Yeah. It, yeah, and but Randy, <laughs> your has yours had a different uh, bar top on it and all that, so oh, maybe that's it's right. Maybe that's you right. do have a different version. And we I, got I, couple, I, we got a couple with different tops too, so it's yeah, it's sort of hard to tell what what you're gonna get there. I think. Yeah, I I, I love that. Uh, I, I equally love that and hate that about uh, about the the spirits industry. Um, just want to touch on on my pairing a little bit because yeah. we're we're getting touch to that point it. of the show. Just just touch it. Just a little bit. Um, um. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, this is it's it's accomplishing everything that that I was hoping for. It's kind of I really kind of doubled down on the the sweet aspects of uh, of the cigar and of the beer here. As just as a reminder, I'm drinking the Campfire Stout from our good friends at uh, High Water Brewing. Just focus for jams. There we go. Uh, we got the the bear there, you know, toasting his marshmallows. It's uh, it's they, they call it the campfire stout. It's really kind of a s'more stout, and I think they brew it with they brew it with molasses and graham crackers, and you get a lot of that sweetness coming from that molasses. So there's a bit of a there's a bit of a marshmallow vibe, um, and some get some vanilla. That's kind of a synergy with the cigar. Uh, some chocolate on both sides. So we're really elevating going after that uh, that that s'mores profile and it's working out really well. The, the, the flavor hook is obvious. The intensity is spot on. I think, uh, Randy, the, you did make a good point about the beer. It doesn't, I don't, it doesn't, I don't want to say that. Well, I shouldn't say it's spot on. The beer might be a little bit heavy, but not much. It's not as, uh, as heavy as, as, um, the way you made it sound, even though I think you're, you explained it the right way, but the cigars holding up to it really, really well. I don't think if I think if I was going with something barrel aged, I think it would be getting crushed. I think I'd be losing a lot of the nuance from the cigar. But I haven't had the twenty uh, twenty two version of uh, of Bourbon County, so who knows? But uh, yeah, so far I am getting one weird little um, thing that's coming from the beer. There is a little bit of a, kind of a residual bitterness that uh, I'm not really used to getting from the beer. So I mean, you do kind of get a little bit of that, uh, not like like sour, almost bitter uh, aftertaste from stouts. I think that's pretty common. I think we've talked about that before. Uh, so I think that is, that's a little bit highlighted. I do like the pairing. Um, I don't know. I mean, we may as well just do our votes. I'll give it a thumbs up. I don't know if it's, it's not like mega enthusiastic. I'm, I'm really, what I wanted to achieve, I'm achieving, but there are some side effects from it. Uh, I don't think any of the cigars getting lost, but some of the beer, I do get that just a little bit of a, a little bit of a bitter aftertaste. That's uh, it's not a huge problem, but it's just not a plus. Well, can, can I say before I give my my thumbs, uh, one of the uh, one of the things actually, the, the, <clears throat> I told the story that I texted Jordan randomly uh, one evening uh, a photo of the cigar last time I smoked it. Um, it 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 smokes profusely. I mean, the the smoke that that just billows off this thing. Um, <clears throat> Reminds me of another brand that we talk about. Um, I'm so careful to never say the word remind ever on the show. You see what uh, I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. The um, so and and and, and we we haven't talked about that. In a, I, I swear it's been a few seasons since that's come up. But I myself and I think everyone pretty much falls into this camp. But for me. 
heavy smoke output. I find very satisfying. I find yes. it, it, it really fills the, the palate. It really like, it, I, I feel like it be, it distributes the flavor on your palate a little bit better as as your mouth fills with the smoke. You, you know, it's touching all the different uh, receptors, uh, you know, on, on the roof of the mouth, on, on the tongue, on the cheeks. Um, and so so I, I really think this cigar, any cigar really that, that has perfused smoke output uh, d- does a better job of standing up because, because it, isn't so easily washed away um, as, as it kind of lingers on different portions of, of the mouth, as I just described. Um, so uh, again, for me, this is actually such a refreshing revisit to the Manhattan. Cause I think the last time I had a Manhattan, I, I thought this is like too much for me. Uh, I, I, I'm not a, a big sipping guy. Hmm. That's why I don't drink bourbon straight as much as Eric and Jordan do. Like I, I like, full mouthful I, I like to sw- you know swig away as i'm drinking um and and this i mean like i said i'm on my third you know an hour into the show you're not even um, like hammered or anything jeez i know right weird um <laughs> yeah the um but but this is such a such a great manhattan the peerless is clearly like has this uh, you can definitely get well. I feel like the Michter's is a little bit rougher around the edges. This has a refined note to it for me, at least. Um, that's making it easier to ch- just kind of keep going back to it and keep sipping away. And um, and again, it's not the booziness of it is in no way overpowering the cigar. Um, this is a, a thumbs up, uh, an enthusiastic thumbs up. Like the, this pairing is gonna make me want to revisit Manhattan's more frequently uh, in general. It's it's interesting that you say that because we've done a Manhattan twice. I went back and looked because uh, I was curious, like, well, oh, we do a Manhattan all the time, but we've only done it twice, which Randy, you and I just literally just had this conversation. <laughs> I'll say, God, we've done that 15 times in the show. And you'll say, no, we've done it once. And the truth is we've done it three times. But uh, I exaggerate. <laughs> but um, I remember the first time we did it, we were both kind of blown away by how good the pairing was. And what did we, what did we, what did we drink? Or we, we did a, we did it in season four where we both drank a Manhattan and uh, you paired with Padron 64 natural. I did HVC uh, for selection broadleaf. Uh, I won, I won that 73% of the vote, by the way. Um, And then we also did a Manhattan with the yellow rose. That was the first time that we did it. Oh, wow. With also a, a broadleaf wrapper yep, that was yep. in season two, and we both gave it. That was, I think, if we go back and watch that episode, we might be a little bit embarrassed. But at the same time, we both gave it pretty enthusiastic thumbs up because it's such. There's so many flavors in that drink. That um, have I done the campfire stout as well? Chad sounds, just says that I've familiar. done it before. Yeah, it I know I've familiar. talked. I know I've talked about it. I don't know if I've actually done it. On the show because I don't think I did because it was or maybe I have I may have done it in a wild card episode but um, anyway uh, I if Chad says it's true then it's true I I, I trust him uh, he remembers me talking about it before so I've definitely talked about it anyway um, there's so many good flavors in that drink uh, that go with cigars it's but I you get more of a uh, uh, a stewed fruit kind of vibe from a Manhattan, at least I do. Uh, when you mm. you mix in some of that uh, that cherry, you get a little bit of that uh, that delicious cherry syrup in there, and then the uh, sweet vermouth has that kind of stewed fruit vibe to it as well. So I think that would I, I think that would be a great pairing with this uh, with this particular cigar. So I'm 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 glad that you went with it. Um, 
And it's funny. We always think of, you think of Manhattan and you think of an old fashioned as like bourbon mm. drinks, but they're all like, classically, they're all rye, all rye recipes. Cause everybody was drinking rye when all these mm. recipes came out. It's true. Yeah. yeah uh, re- boys. Re- really, tell, uh, oh yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to throw it back to the studio, see how their pairings are going. Then we'll see about some audience pairings and then see what's up next week and then wrap this thing up. Yeah, I uh, I mean, this I'm only going to I'm only going to reference the cigar because I'm just drinking the bourbon with it. But uh, cigar is great. I mean, I, it is coming apart on me um, with, mm. you know, just uh, a little bit, but it's not affecting um, the it's that altitude experience or anything. But this is a great cigar. I love it. I, I think it just needed some age, man. You know, that happens with cigars sometimes um and absolutely phenomenal stick goes great with bourbon um jordan how's yours uh yes i think the age did this guy nicely um but before i get into the cigar i was just gonna comment on what randy was saying about the peerless and his cocktail and i it's it's weird because like traditionally i always would like save like my old forester 80 proof for cocktails but like more and more recently i'm leaning towards like well why don't i if i want this cocktail to be good i'm going to put like a an actual barrel proof bourbon or or like a right. peerless rye into the into the cocktail like why waste the cocktail and so now like there's almost no point in like these lower proof bourbons and ryes that i have laying around because i don't want to drink them neat i want to drink barrel proof and then i also now want to drink barrel proof cocktails too so anyways um <laughs> it's 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 funny i've, I've been doing the same thing uh, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily, not everything has to be barrel proof for me, um, uh, but I definitely want to be over 100 ABV. If I can get into that 105, 110, that area is pretty, that's kind of my wheelhouse. One, maybe like 105 to 115. Anything above that, I'll, I'll sip on it and I probably won't throw that into a cocktail, but it's, mm-hmm. I, I never really, <clears throat> I used to, I used to only make my old fashions with Blanton's back in the day. And it was just because, for whatever reason, that was the way I liked Blanton's. I didn't like it straight, but I liked it in uh, in that cocktail. But I, there's so many different whiskeys in my bar, and we've got our kind of like our well whiskey, so to speak, that we put in the big uh, decanter. Is I think we just have um, Makers, which is what just yeah. 80, 80 proof, or maybe it's ninety. I don't know. Um, but, uh, to me, that's, it's like, it tastes like water now. Yeah. Like I don't even, I mean, that's maybe that's overstating, but uh, I do like grabbing, you know, a, a higher ABV and throwing that. So throwing that into whatever it is that I'm drinking. So yeah, I, I like that Randy t- took a nice rye and I mean, I wouldn't have made six of them, but, uh, I would have maybe just, <laughs> maybe just one or two and then, and then just move straight to the, just to the rye neat at that point. But um no i dig that and it's and you're right jordan i've been doing the same thing it's like I, you think of a cocktail it's like oh i don't want to waste this but that's, i'm only drinking so much i mean i right. I, I don't want to i don't want to waste the cocktail that i'm drinking either because it's if it's something new then i'll try it with something basic because who knows but uh once it's i've established this is something that i like then hell yeah i'll throw the good stuff in there yeah like the yep. cocktail will make that lesser bourbon or rye more more palatable um but at the same time wh- why have a watered down cocktail like no. i mm-hmm. almost don't even see a reason for having those lower proof bourbons lying around really because i like to drink neat between like 100 up but yeah like you like you said the cocktail range is like 100 100 to 115 is where i want to actually like give some body to that cocktail so yeah, yeah the cocktail's going to make that lower proof bourbon better but it's still not worth it 
Anyway. Exactly. There's the, the lower proof bourbon. I mean, we keep some around for Dana, but that's that's it. Yeah. I don't really drink it. Uh, yeah, the, the, the cigar, a uh, lot better with the age. Uh, started out more like in the oaky kind of realm. Um, but as it's been going on, I'm getting a lot more anise. Um, I do get that like campfire kind of a flavor that apparently I referenced in the past. Um, and the, there's some there's a few flavor hooks between the two, uh, the oakiness, the vanilla kind of flavor. Um, and then between the two, they create sort of a mocha kind of flavor that's uh, really tasty. Um, yeah. This the, the drink is a bit more full-bodied than the cigar, but I'm fine with that. It's, it's a really good pairing. You can give it a thumbs up. Nice. Nice. All right, let's talk about some audience pairings, Jordan. You got some uh, queued up for us? Well, okay, so only a couple guys did the actual pairing, so I just favored a couple other guys anyway. Yeah, we kind of um, figured, yeah. It was Randy's fault. <laughs> uh, so we've got uh, Barry. He couldn't find the 15th going with a Tatuaje TA-2020 uh, and nice. an Old Forester single barrel strength. Nice. Nice. That's a, that's a nice pairing that right there. That, solid, that 2020 solid. is That's Sumatra yummy. rapper, man. It's yeah, a solid it's pairing. Good. It's a good pairing. Uh, we got Nathan Stewart going Tatuai 15th with Doc Swinson's Alter Ego Solera Method Straight Rye Whiskey finished in rum casks. Mm. Holy crap. That is a long name for us. Just, <laughs> Holy cow. There's just, I mean, it's just one drink, right? I think so. That, I, there was 18 I, words in the name of that. In the name I, of that. And, and I think he's drinking it neat. <laughs> Alter Ego Solera Method Straight Rye Whiskey, baby. Uh, Everybody there's a knows whole that. Lot, there's a whole lot going on in that title, man. He either gets he either gets points for or points against just based on that. <laughs> name well, it's I mean, it's not his drink. fault that that's what they called it. But uh, yeah, the Solera style, I mean, I know we, we, we talked it, about that a little so. bit. It's It's interesting. Uh, yeah, we, no, we got Chad to Chad. Uh, we went to Dojo uh, Cigar of the Year, number six, Alleg- Illusione Allegria with Illy Cold Brew Cappuccino. These mm. pair great. Cappuccino with the sugar espresso mm. in the cigar. And the notes of the salt and leather bring a very good pairing. Big thumbs up for this one. I like that. Uh, we got Steve Toth doing Alec Bradley double broadleaf and eucalyptus tea as he as he does. He does the eucalyptus tea. I feel as like we need to do a eucalyptus tea. We need oh. to do a, a like a, a Steve Toth wild card and, and yeah, we all so? drink the eucalyptus tea. I don't think I've ever oh. had it. I've never even heard of it until he he pointed it. I know yeah. what a eucalyptus tree is, but I've never <laughs> I, I've never I've never cut one down and put it in my tea. Dude, <laughs> it is official. I actually have taken tea classes and have a tea certification. Oh, God. We, we are we are a hundred percent doing. <laughs> We're Jordan, you got you got a you fart have sound. Been eliminated from the show. <laughs> nice, well done, in. well done. Yes, now that's the way you use the sound effects. <laughs> yeah, yes. figuring, yes. figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Moses, he's doing uh, um, Attic Series. I think that's uh, West Tampa. Yeah. Uh, with a splash of Heaven Hill oh. Bottle and mm. Bond. Couldn't find the correct pairing in time. This is one. This one is pairing very very nicely. Nice, nice. I can read. Um, <laughs> Kevin Acuff wanted to have a similar uh, experience, so I am smoking the My Father La Promesa. There you go, Randy. I paired it with Ezra oh, Brooks Distiller's Choice. The cigar has nuttiness, baker chocolate, creamy, damp cedar, caramel, mm. and sourdough on the palate. This guy reviews, doesn't he? Uh, the Retro Hail has lots of cabinet spice. The Ezra Brooks is 107 proof ashes, a weird spearmint note, and strong vanilla that are 
running the, over the cigar a little bit. Mm, okay, mm. it's a good description. It's a good uh, description. Uh, uh, Honest, Chad. And uh, so, so let me just start by saying, Chad, Chad, and uh, Kevin Acuff both delivered the uh, Hall of Fame worthy descriptions of their pairings and they are both disqualified as employees of Dojo. <laughs> they're both getting kicked out of the hall of fame too <laughs> oh if, uh, i mean well, one of one of our marty has unfortunately we, we can't uh, we can't take kevin's gold coin and bring it to Randy's house. Uh, but, but uh but so so that being said um, as those two are disqualified, and as much as I love Steve Toth, and I loved the the Master Sensei Light reference earlier, well done, Mister Toth. Um, my vote goes for Nathan Stewart. Yeah, and I agree. The longest, the longest name, and and the the one spirit that like I'm gonna go hunt down and try and find out as a result. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Nathan gets my vote as well because yeah. I mean, he's got he's got the cigar. It's he's got that uh, alter ego, Asian yeah. rum casks, oh, and it's you, you Solera know style. For the Asian rum cask. It's yeah. I'm more I'm more of a sherry cask kind of guy, that's but that's right. sorry, that's if right. we're talking about scotch. I've had I've had American whiskey, Asian sherry cask, and not not that big of a fan of that. But uh, um, but Steve Toth definitely comes in second. I think we we uh, yeah. we need to at the very least do a T episode, if not an entire T seg an entire T segment. I mean we could we Whoa, could hit four Whoa, I mean, I mean, have I, we I done I know fight. we've done T in the past. <laughs> we did munch a T for the um uh, for the uh I know we've done T uh, what, yeah. what what segment was that for? Um but uh yeah well just matcha tea. We haven't done traditional tea I would love to like uh, talk to people about what regular tea is, which comes in white, black, and green, uh, versus herbal teas, which eucalyptus um, would would definitely fall in into that category. But we can go into that uh, at, at a later date and time. But definitely stay tuned in future episodes for a, a tea um, briefing and and uh, and, pri- and we'll call you've that, been tea briefed. We'll call that the uh, Mister <laughs> Mister T. Wild card. Yeah, that's, that's I'm telling you. I love it. I love it. I'm, awesome. I'm totally. To I'm totally gonna show up in gold chains <laughs> and a mohawk. <laughs> and then you'll do the read in Mr. T's voice. Yes. Oh, oh, I pity you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's so? What's next? We gotta let's look at the let's look at the votes. Yes. And then who we'll talk about uh, who won this episode next week. In my well, opinion, you guys are gonna have to is, talk for a while is, longer. I haven't figured that out. Yet. Well, well I, I, talk I, a little bit. I know. I'm gonna just say something real quick to the audience. I know that I can count on all of you to break this silly streak <laughs> that you've been for some reason. No, you, de- you definitely won. T- you definitely won tonight. I, I definitely should have won. If I didn't win, then I know that there's some shenanigans going on in. <laughs> well, people could be changing. They could be changing uh, their votes right now. As they but should I, I think, be. As they I should think, be. If they voted for you, they should be recanting those votes. As as even you should recant your vote. As you were just like, well, it's a thumbs up, but I, I don't feel that good no, about was, my thumb up. But no, if I it was, give it was, a thumb up, I might not get voted for. So no, that was no, totally no. It's a thumbs up. I achieved, I achieved uh, a lot of things <laughs> I wanted to. There was a little bit of bitterness, which kind of comes and goes, frankly, because it's not there anymore. Um, well, but there's plenty there, of bitterness coming from right here. I'm, I'm well, I, right we, now we lost three in a row to you. We're, we're, right. we're used to that. I've got we're it, boys. I've got right. the votes. And Randy go. wins. I'm going to say 68%. Like this. Ah! Whoa. Mm. 
Mm. Why is everyone so mad at me? What did I freaking do? <laughs> For those of you listening, uh, I took down 53% of the vote. Randy, I think this is the closest one with, mm. with you and I. This is the closest episode yes. that we've had, 58 yes. The, or 53 the percentages to 48. don't actually make sense, but that's what they popped out as. Uh, well, it's yeah, they, they're rounding up on one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're rounding up on one of them. Uh, well, on, I can Eric, tell you on, Eric and uh, I did a, a 51 to 49, mm, and this one's right? 53. Yeah, we had 51 to 49. It's about as close as you'll ever get, unless we split it. Well, and this uh, one's 53 aside, to 48. Folks, if you're if you're super interested in in like figuring out what you should pair with for your own personal enjoyment. The answer is don't waste your time looking for campfire stuff from high water brewing. Go make yourself a really, really classy Manhattan with the best rye that you've got in your bar. I now, think the there, there was a comment earlier that said if Randy talked about, if Randy said he was pairing with Michter's rye, I'm not going to vote for him. But since it's peerless, maybe I will. So I think there was a, a bit of a, and I thought the same thing when she said that you were doing a an old-fashioned, just it feels like it's, just right we've done it a lot. Well, I could tell uh, you uh, that Manhattan, on yeah. uh, it just on feels like face, we've done it on Facebook. Um, it was it was dramatically different from Facebook to YouTube. On Facebook, Randy killed it. Is that right? Well, it's I on mean, YouTube. Are, are you are YouTube? Are you are YouTube listeners? I mean, frankly, I mean, no offense, but well, well what's funny is. It, it, <laughs> I, I I seem to think that like I used to always beat you on you on YouTube and not on Facebook. So it's funny that that's flip flopped. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's irrelevant. Look, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's full circle. I'm Ultimately, that, you just that, keep that, that losing. Folks, I mean, that's all there is to it. I'm not here to win or lose. <laughs> I I'm here to help everybody else to find a way by drinking the same thing that you always drink. Bit. And it was probably the glass. Kevin O'Connor with the comment of the night. Yeah, it probably it was, was probably the glass. Well done. We need to get you, Randy. We need to get you some coupe glasses. Got to do it right. When you're going with the Manhattan, you can't you can't make it look like a Manhattan That glass was <laughs> It's good, Robbie. It's good. Oh boy. All Not right. that there's anything wrong with that. To no. stick with the all right, the all right. What's Seinfeld going on on Smoke Night Live this Friday, Eric? So <laughs> you guys may have uh, noticed that this is the biggest week of the year on Cigar Dojo, the uh, Scar of the Year Awards. Oh yeah, buried the lead. We haven't talked about that at all. Oh baby. Yeah, so we've already announced uh, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. Um, Correct. And uh, on Smoke Night Live, we will announce the top three as well as the top five limiteds and five uh, exceptional awards. Uh, one of them I can't tell you, but I can tell you the other ones will be um, Best Value Cigar, Under the Radar Cigar, uh, Company of the Year. Uh, what else, Jordan? Luxury. Luxury. And then there's one that uh, we'll save for we'll save for nice. Friday night. But uh, just so everybody knows... Um, this year it's it's incredible. We we have done the traffic on the cigardojo.com in 2 days that we normally do in a month and I kid you not like it has gone crazy this year. So thank you to everybody that is supporting nice. our efforts. Uh, I got a just a personal note here thanks to Jordan because man talk about the yeoman's work that this kid has put in. It's been absolutely amazing. If you if you check out if you check out cigardojo.com's you put in the work, you know. <laughs> if you shut up. First, 
First, you gotta put in the work. And then I was just uh, gonna give him a compliment, but now <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> now, and now you're done. And now you're done. But anyways, so that's uh, we will we'll announce the uh, the final the final picks on Friday night. It's gonna be a, an amazing night. You know, it's funny, guys. We started doing um, the live version of our Cigar of the Year Awards show like way, way back in the day at Delaney's <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. at, a, at a cigar bar. And so we've always just decided, let's just do the, the big announcement live. And it does make it kind of fun and different than maybe some of the other lists. So uh, we're really looking forward to Friday night. It should be a blast. Awesome. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, you guys have, you guys always put in the, put in good work and I, I don't want to give Jordan any compliments because please don't, we know what happens. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what the world? yeah, I mean, I don't even know, but I, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. I'll be tuning in Friday. Uh, I'll be tuning in uh, Saturday morning to watch my, uh, my 49ers beat the Seahawks in the opening week of the NFL playoffs. We haven't really talked about NFL at all, but I'll tell you what, the 49ers look pretty damn good. Defense wins championships, Randy. What are we doing uh, next week uh, on uh, on Flavor Odyssey? I won't be here. I will be uh, on assignment elsewhere in the world, but uh, Randy and Eric will be holding down the fort, and I think uh, next week's pairing will be announced shortly, I believe. Yeah, so... Um I, I see no reason to not be as transparent as humanly possible. We are waiting on a shipment. Uh, we were really hoping to, to try and uh, hit a couple cigars that we really felt fit this segment well. Obviously, J.C. Newman, the American, fits it the best, and Robbie wouldn't let me do it. Um, hence, he's a communist. Um, but uh, <laughs> other, other than that, these other cigars we're trying to do are, are going to be really exciting. But I would tell you, to you would be safe if you have in your clutches over the next few weeks a Drew Estate 20 acre, a Drew Estate uh, FSG Florida Sun Grown. Um, it wouldn't be the worst idea if you also had in your clutches uh, the one cigar that popularized the most famous American grown tobacco in all the world in Connecticut Broadleaf. Uh, if you are reading the tea leaves, eucalyptus or otherwise, you should know exactly which cigar I'm referencing. Um, and uh, we're, we're keeping it loose, folks. But FSG 20 Acre and the League of Nine are what we're kind of like aiming towards. We're still trying to get uh, everybody their cigars. Uh, weather has not been kind to shipments, as everyone knows. And uh, and so, so we're trying to piece that together. But those three cigars are going to roughly make up the next two shows as we uh as we want to talk a little bit about what american um and, and i know obviously i missed last show we didn't get to it tonight but we will talk a little bit about uh, how the american cigar smoking um uh population the many of you all of you that are watching the show make make up a, a portion of that um uh, because it, because it's impactful, you know, on on the global uh, scale of this industry of premium cigars, uh, the American palates have really changed what we get in premium cigars today. Um, you, you, you know, and and we'll talk about that again. I won't I won't wax too too long here. I know we've already gone long on the show, Eric, but uh, but you know, our taste buds and our, our and our likes have have really changed uh, what cigar manufacturers are trying to deliver. 
um, from a flavor profile standpoint over the last 50 years. And, and I think it's an uh, interesting conversation um, and, and one we really wanted to try and spark with this segment. But uh, so uh, I'm not I'm going to be somewhat uncommittal on exactly which cigar we're, no, we're smoking next week. Um, but uh, FSG 20 Acre and Liga 9 are um, kind of what we're trying to dial in on. Sounds good. So everybody will know on Monday uh, when Randy does the live, right? You're going to do that live on Monday? Thanks Beautiful. for the reminder. I'll put it on my calendar. Yeah, indeed, yeah. I plug that in there on your calendar, 5 o'clock uh, Pacific time, to do that uh, that live on Monday, and he'll let everybody know what we'll be smoking next week. I won't be here next week, so uh, uh, hopefully by the time I come back, we can talk about who the Niners are playing in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, Mitchell son, you are dead to me uh, from your comments, so uh, that's it. We're done, man. <laughs> can't be friends anymore <laughs> and now we're he, done <clears throat> he dropped a go seahawks on me i don't I, you know what it's gonna be it's raining it's gonna be nasty and wet and a slog out there and anything can happen so who knows there's but, gonna be uh, a tarp on the field all the way until kickoff it's not gonna I, be that rough I, I know how it works i know how it works but we'll see we'll see looking forward to it uh everybody have a great uh, a great week uh thanks for tuning in have a great week stay safe stay healthy be kind to each other doesn't cost you anything we'll see you next wednesday as the odyssey continues Randy. Honest Steve here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or we're going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're gonna enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. Thank you.